Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. So I think I told you that after uh, years of therapy, I'm out there dating again, right? Yeah, yeah. And so uh, at a coffee shop for date number one, and uh, this woman asks me a question and says, tell me what my retainer smells like. No. She asks again, tell me what my retainer smells like. And then she gets loud and she's like, tell me what my retainer smells like. And so I freeze out of, you know, disbelief and then fear. And then uh, because, well, you know, I know the answer. That's the other side of it. Uh, And you do, too. I mean, I don't have to tell you the answers. Burnt popcorn. All retainers smell like burnt popcorn. And so uh, I remove myself from the situation. But now... All that's happening is I'm getting two-word texts from her, just burn popcorn, burn popcorn, burn popcorn. No, you're making this up. I'm telling you, it's a jungle out there, and it's weird. Welcome to the Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is Wednesday, the 23rd day of November 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there, dude. Yeah. Thank God. And we are here for our pre-Thanksgiving broadcast. Uh, We are going to be out uh, collectively for the rest of the week. I'll be in on Friday and uh, Thursday for the X-Rock of the 90s weekend, which is going to kick off tomorrow. But uh, you'll enjoy some family time and some holiday time, and that's very, very good. Uh, will today be filled with cooking? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah? Yep. That makes sense. you got to prep, right? Yes, chef? Yeah. Don't so, call me chef. <laughs> what do you mean? I am no chef. That is a form of I respect. Not, I know. I've not earned that right. Come on, so. man. That's Sorry, not man, but real chefs, they've spent a lot of time chefing. No, I, I, I agree. I agree. I don't use that so. term loosely, but you also spend a lot of time cooking call and me, preparing food. Call me cook's mate. Cook's mate? How about sous chef? How about Would you do, guy you, who burns popcorn? <laughs> Burn popcorn. Burn popcorn. <laughs> and so, uh, welcome to the show today. Big J has a movie review for you. He watched a film called The Wonder. The Wonder. It's a Netflix film, and he will tell us if it's any good a little bit later on this hour. We also have your tickets. Go check out Bill Burr at the Ford Idaho Center Arena. That show's happening on the 8th of next month. It will be very funny and very awesome. We're going to try to qualify somebody for that UTV today with a game called UTV at 730. We're going to go to hell over the course of the show today. I will tell you about my uh, late night last night and uh, why I thought I was in a horror movie at like 1.45 in the morning, Big J, and I might no. need your assistance. Jesus. Uh, but of course, there's also additional cool things happening, like important stuff. We also have bad impressions later on. Should be a good Wednesday show as we get ready to go into the long holiday weekend. But we play music on this program. We should get started with some Smashing Pumpkins. Bullet with Butterfly Wings kicking things off here on the morning after on the X-Rocks. The morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, surprising probably pretty much nobody, the Treasure Valley housing market is starting to slow down. Does that mean it's a buyer's market? Mm, Kind of. Compared to about a year ago, yeah, for sure. 
but it's not slowing way down. But basically, it could be a good thing because the market was truly out of control, and now it seems to be at least leveling out, normalizing a little bit. But in Canyon County and in Ada County, the number of home sales in October was down by 32 and 33 percent, respectively. Uh, which, compared to October of 2021, that's a pretty big number, if you don't mind me saying. Bottom line, people are not buying homes anywhere near the pace they have been. And so what that means is there's a lot more inventory available. Back in the day, two, three years ago, you there were no houses to buy. You could not find a house. Yeah, that, they were they've been in the market for like an hour. Yeah. Uh, like I said, when I rented my house, it was I didn't even get a chance to put it on the market. That's how quick it was gone. Uh, but, of course, if you were looking for a house, that made things difficult. But uh, that was around the time when a 30-year mortgage rate was about 3%. Now it's at about 6.6%, which means more options, but that also means people are paying uh, a little bit more for homes now than they were, at least as far as mortgage rates are concerned. But uh, it's not too bad out there if you're looking for a house, but what that means is basically you have more to choose from, but also like the cost of houses have gone down a little bit. But because mortgage rates are higher, you're paying more than you would have when the more when the houses were super expensive. Does that make sense? Yes. So, like, even though you're not paying, like, say, $300,000 anymore for what truly is probably a $200,000 home, those people are probably paying, I don't know, like uh, $1,400, $1,500 on their mortgage, depending on their credit score. And right now, you would probably pay $250,000 for that house, still over what it's probably worth, yeah. but your mortgage would be $1,900, $1,950, something like that. So that's the balance that people are trying to find. And there's a lot more inventory out there. New hose, new houses still being built here in the Treasure Valley. So there's lots to choose from. You just got to make sure you, if you're shopping, you're doing it the right way and you're looking for a house that makes sense for you. But it is a little bit easier to find one than when it was a couple years ago. But they still are pretty expensive. And we still are a little bit overpriced for what's going on here in the Treasure Valley. Something to keep in mind if you find yourself looking for a home. Not an easy place to be in right now. Tomorrow, of course, is Thanksgiving, but that also means tomorrow is National Football League Day. Three games on the docket. Early game, Bills at the Detroit Lions. I don't know. I think I read that the Bills went home for some reason after their game that was moved to Detroit against the Browns. Well, and it's then not far. Back. They well, far to go. I know, but it's just still weird that they went and went back to their place and then go back to the same place they played four days ago. But that's what's happening in the early game. Then it's the Giants at the Cowboys. And then the night game is the Patriots at the Vikings. So you'll have lots to choose from. The NFL has done a good job of staggering football. So really, it's up from it's going on from like 10 until like 7, 8 o'clock at night. So you've got lots of football to partake in tomorrow if you want. Speaking of the Cowboys, they and the New York Giants, apparently the two teams that are most interested in Odell Beckham Jr. for the stretch run as he comes back from a torn anterior cruciate ligament in the Super Bowl. Uh, don't know. I mean, I think he'd be silly no, to go back to the Giants. No way he goes back to the Giants. But that he's like a weird He is expected ending. to wait till Thanksgiving to pick a new team. There are other teams that apparently are in the mix as well. Uh, the Chiefs have reached out, the Bills and the 49ers. So... We'll see if there's a place that he decides he wants to go, but uh, I don't think he's going to make a decision until after the holiday, but he has been cleared to practice and cleared to return. If you are a Metallica fan, something you may want to know, on December 16th, they are going to stream their Helping Hands concert on behalf of the All Within My Hands Foundation. It's going to happen on Paramount Plus, and it's going to happen live. The show is going to take place at uh, the Microsoft Theater in L.A. and feature a third edition of the Helping Hands concert, and Greta Van Fleet is going to open. 
The concert will be available to stream in the UK, Latin America, Italy, Germany, Switzerland, Australia, and France. And then uh, all over the world the following day. The concert will also be simulcast on Pluto TV as well as YouTube. So uh, Metallica making sure you can check them out live if you want to uh, for this December 16th benefit, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's the first time I can remember a rock band doing something on this scale and to have like the amount of streaming partners they have is a pretty awesome thing to see. So uh, if you like rock music and you enjoy Metallica or even Greta Van Fleet, it is something to check out for sure. Again, that date is December 16th. So put it on your calendar, man. That is Blink-182. That is edging here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It was around 1.45 in the morning, Big J. Sound asleep when I heard what could only be described as really loud screaming and banging up against my fence uh, on the opposite side of my house from where the bedroom is. Now, the weird part to that story, which I don't think I told you, is that house is currently for sale. So it's empty. Oh, yeah, you told me the house is for sale. Yeah, and so it's like there's nobody there. And so I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening? And it sounds like it's a horror movie, like screaming, banging. And again, I'm woken up out of a sleep, so I don't know what's going on. But clearly, it's time for me to investigate and possibly get myself injured or killed. That's the only way we can go about it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's when I'm, like, you know, kind of wandering around, uh, still half asleep as I'm walking down my hallway that I realize what I'm hearing is not, like, some sort of, like, argument. But it is an extremely loud and very aggressive cat fight. Like, there are two cats outside near my fence, clearly banging up against it, beating the living crap out of each other. And they're hissing and screaming and kind of stuff. And it sounds like a horror show. I I haven't heard anything like it. I mean, it was very loud. It was very clear. And it was incredibly freaky. And I was lucky because by the time I turned on my patio light, that was enough to freak them out and scare them away. But it was like, what do you do when, is there any, I mean, you have cats. I can't imagine they get into like, you know, honest to goodness, real scraps like that. But is there any secrets to breaking that kind of stuff up? How do you break up a cat fight? Well, I think usually you'll startle them and they're going to which is what happened. off yes. uh, on their separate ways. But I mean, what you're describing sounds like a fight for life. It, well, really? it had to be. Because uh, there were like ha- tufts of hair all yeah. around. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, like that was a... That was a street fight. Yeah. And uh, a little different than the kind of fights that our cats might have. And that alone sometimes can get really, like, uh, early on um, when when Lincoln was a pup um, and and one of our other cats, they would get into it because, you know, Lincoln, he wants to play, you Uh know, but he doesn't realize the cats and dogs play differently and really pissed off one of the cats. And it was, I mean, it was scary. So, yeah, I get where you're coming from. That would sound like the end of the world out there. But also, like, I mean, do you even break up a cat? Like, what are the other, like, what if one's like a rabbit or something? You know what I mean? Like, they're street cats. Who knows what's going on out there? Like, what if you get scratched? Yeah. Next yeah, you don't know, you know who the good guy is. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I felt like, you know, uh, like uh, Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse. I was just trying to be nice and break things up. Yeah. But uh, luckily, all it took was turning on the light. But I was like, man, I don't even, if, if, if like that didn't work, I wouldn't even know what I would have done. My suggestion is a uh, a bottle of water uh, with a sprayer on it. That's yeah, but I don't we do. have those readily available. Oh. It's not like I, I just have a spray bottle around. I think I got one. I can uh, give you. 
Well, here's the good news. I've lived there for a very long time. This is the first cat fight I've ever had to encounter, so I don't think it, uh, it, the neighborhood's turning to a cat fight hell or anything like that, But or there's feral cats running around and uh, fighting for territory, but it was... It was free because it's that's an awful way to wake up, you know I mean where I, I legitimately thought there was like a woman or something screaming outside of my house And I was like, oh my god, what's happening because it sounded so loud and the banging and I was like What is going on and other people had to hear it too? But again like I live on the end of a street So there's nobody on one side of my house and then on the other uh, in my subdivision it, the house is for sale So like the houses maybe behind me heard something but nobody else is up at that time But I would say like waking up with a cramp the worst way to wake up ever Second, it would be uh, a cat fight in yeah. the middle of the night when you don't own a cat, by the way. That would also be part of it, is I know it's not my cat. I have no vested interest in who wins and who loses, but it was an awful way to wake up. And thankfully, it just took turning on the light to freak him out. But uh, I do not recommend it. It was not a good sound, and it was uh, very, very freaky. The good news is, Big J, I was able to go back to sleep, and the better news is uh, I'm able to hear a movie review from you because you watched The Wonder on Netflix. We will wrap up Streaming Dumbass from yesterday next on The X-Rocks. Rob- that is Lincoln Park, somewhere I belong here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And yesterday, you, by an overwhelming majority, decreed that Big J watch a Netflix film called The Wonder for streaming dumbass. Stars one of his favorite people on this earth, that is Florence Pugh, and I believe it's a period piece set way back in the 1800s about a young child that doesn't eat. Is that, am I correct in this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know, the setting is, is almost right after the the f- potato famine in Ireland. Okay. Okay, so obviously uh, a lot of people starve to death. Is it right? in Ireland? Yes. Okay. And so it's set in Ireland, and, and that's what you have here is recently after that in this uh, news report start coming out about this girl who, who hasn't eaten uh, in months, and is there's nothing wrong with her. And so it's perplexing, and oh my God, this is crazy, especially after what you've had happen. And so um, they want to see, the people want to see is, is what's going on. And so what they, they come up with this thing called The Watch. And uh, Florence Pugh is a, uh, a nurse, and uh, she is sent there, uh, and her job is to watch uh, this young child. Her name is Anna. She's played by Akila Lord Cassidy. And basically, uh, the, 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 they're split into two um, shifts. So there's there's Florence Pugh's character. She's the nurse, and then the other person that's watching her is uh, Nun. Okay? okay. So because the family's very religious, etc. Gotcha. And so they're supposed to uh, for 14 days watch, do nothing but watch. Don't deny her food if she wants food, but watch and see and make sure nobody's feeding her, right? Are they supposed to, like, uh, do any tests or anything to see if she's okay, or just to, yeah, like, to see that's, if this is and that's BS what, or uh, And that's exactly what um, Florence Pugh's character is doing. She's, you know, checking her vitals. and yeah, she's sure a medical professional. And so you, you have that, and so the beginning of, uh, it's a little strange, and the beginning of this movie, I mean, I'm almost halfway into it, I'm thinking, is this like a midsummer thing happening? I mean, cause, because there were some vibes where, like, listen, is this going to turn weird and crazy and be a thriller horror movie um and and so you have an, another factor where everybody's interested in what's going on and there's like this reporter who's there trying to get facts but they won't let him near the kid you know and and that sort of thing and he's been bugging uh, florence Pugh, who obviously is an attractive nurse uh to try to get some story and, and they hook up it's <laughs> real sure, fun man. without it's without fun. any nudity very disappointing i'm so sorry BJ. Uh, and so <laughs> 
Um, so we get halfway through that movie, and I'm like, oh, man, this could get real crazy here. And then it doesn't. Um, and and so uh, that was superiorly disappointing. You wanted it to turn into a thriller horror movie. I was like, yeah, what else is good? Because Midsummer was so damn good, right? And I was just getting vibes of that. And then it turned to not be that. And then it was kind of like, oh, that's kind of a letdown. And then there is somewhat of a happy ending here. Uh, but the, you will see I don't want to re- reveal too much of it and be the spoiler guy because it's a brand new movie on Netflix. But, uh, yeah, I was kind of disappointed after about halfway or near three quarters through and realized that wasn't what I was you know, expecting and hoping. You didn't get point. the payoff you were hoping for. Yeah, exactly. But was it a good movie? Florence Pugh's great. Tom Burke's great. I think that now the vibes of this movie could have went very differently and, and been a little bit more it's too too rooted in realism for me, I think. And so I didn't necessarily enjoy it. I could see this being one of those kind of movies that some might pique some curiosities when it comes to um, you know award season because it was really you know some well performed. Um, and that sort of thing, and it just had that kind of vibe, but it's not something that I super enjoy. So you didn't mind staring at Florence Pugh for an hour and 45 minutes, but it's not Big J approved. I mean, I would much rather go and watch Black Widow again. Well, because she has too much period clothes on in this movie. Yeah, way too much. Yeah. So, uh, awkward review, but certainly one that it doesn't sound like you are reviewing. No, I'm not approving this. All right. So, Big J says, if you like uh, Midsummer, it's not the movie for you. If you like action movies, it's not the movie for you. But what if you like movies about people about uh, about uh, people that don't eat? Is this a movie for you? Yeah, probably. Right. Well, then you get the payoff there. But uh, it doesn't sound like Big J say it's, it says it's worth your time. So, a hard pass on the new Netflix movie called The Wonder. You don't have to bother. Big J says it's not very good. No, I, I didn't like it. Traffic. But that's to say it's not good. It's a good movie you didn't Listen, like. I, I, there's t- I, because I don't like the subject of a movie doesn't mean that it's not good. Well, yeah, but I mean, I guess that that that's what it boils down to. Is it the Do movie I think good or bad? People should watch it. Nah, not really. But that doesn't mean it's not good. <laughs> there's, you know, there's plenty of good stuff that I refuse to watch. Yes, absolutely true. I get it. But I would also I just say want to give a portray an honest reflection no. of my feelings on the movie. And that's that's what I appreciate. I'm just saying, like, <clears> if you think a movie is good. You've had this conversation. You've done this before where you're like, hey, listen, it's not for me, but I approve the movie because it's a good movie. This one is not for you, and you didn't approve it. So how good can it be, I guess, is my question. I'm just saying other people might love it. Well, other people might love every movie. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving, Big J. Huzzah to you and yours. Thanks. I don't know what that means. That means uh, hopefully it's a good day for you. Oh, yeah, me too. And uh, it's a reminder that because Thanksgiving really is truly about getting together with those that you love or care about and just shoving as much food down your face as possible. And it's all about food that you were. It's a reminder to, hey, everybody, take it easy and be careful what you eat. Because, you know, when you have a meal with friends and family, that will significantly increase your chance of getting a sickness, especially a foodborne one. According to the CDC, about one in six Americans, 48 million people, will get food poisoning at some time this year. 128,000 are hospitalized because of it, and 3,000 die from some sort of foodborne illness. And a majority of those cases, believe it or not, Big J, come around this time of year. Yeah, don't be stuffing your, your turkey with stuffing and cooking it. Well, I mean, part that's let part the, of the problem. Go. But the other part of it is we make so much food 
and we hang on to leftovers far longer than we should. And that's what gets people sicker than anything, is that you know you, but you, you do not properly store or seal your food, and you eat it too long after it's actually gone bad, and that makes you sick. So it's not necessarily the Thanksgiving meal that could make you sick, although, was, listen, depending on who's cooking it, it certainly could. What's happening is we're, we make so much food, we have so much leftovers, that you eat turkey sandwiches for seven, six days afterwards, and that increases your chances ridiculously large for getting some sort of sickness. So, the CDC is reminding people that, listen, you, once you have turkey, you've got about three days after you make it before that thing goes bad, refrigerated or not. Of course, you want to store it in the freezer if you want to have it for later, later. But even then, you're you're playing with fire. So holiday leftovers need to be reheated to 165 degrees or hotter before serving or eating. And that anything after that's older than three days is considered probably not safe. And you're balancing on something and you may make yourself sick. So that's it. I mean, that's the problem. We're making gigantic turkeys and not all the turkeys gone. So you're like, oh my God, I've got turkey sandwiches for the next week. Well, any day after day three of eating turkey sandwiches, you could get sick with it. So this is where you need to be extra careful and err on the side of caution. Now, I don't want anybody to waste food. I'm talking about maybe planning things out a little bit better so you don't have enough leftovers to feed an army when you're all done, and eventually some of that stuff is going to have to go in the garbage. You understand? Yep. Or out to the birds or whatever you want to do with it. Yeah, make them sick. But, yeah, I mean, the birds getting sick? What's going to happen? Bird flu? Come on. Big J, the early game tomorrow is the Buffalo Bills and the Detroit Lions, and then it's the Giants and the Dallas Cowboys. The night game is the Patriots at the Minnesota Vikings, and so you've got football on your television tomorrow. Also, I'm sure I don't need to tell you this, but one of the biggest upsets in sports history happened yesterday. What? The history of sports. Saudi Arabia beat Argentina 2-1 to in the World Cup yesterday, which was ridiculous. To give you an idea, uh, basically, Saudi Arabia was uh, $2,500 money line favorites or or, uh, underdogs in this particular match. Basically, if you bet $100 for them to win, you would win $2,500, which is the biggest sports bet. It would be like a a Division II college beating Alabama is the equivalent of what happened in the World Cup with professional athletes yesterday when Saudi Arabia beat Argentina 2-1 to because they're considered to be basically the second worst team in this World Cup tournament and next to Qatar and Argentina right next to Brazil is one of the favorites to win this whole thing. So it was a ridiculously huge upset yesterday in the World Cup. Uh, basically, uh, the other ones, France beat Australia 4-1, to one, and then the other two games, uh, Denmark and Tunisia, uh, and then Mexico and Poland uh, played to scoreless ties. So that's what I think you hate the most about soccer is they play all the time and the game ends nothing-nothing, yeah. and it does end. Uh, but a couple of those things happened yesterday in the World Cup. But still, Saudi Arabia pulling off the upset yesterday was a pretty, pretty big deal. According to Entertainment Tonight, Big J, Top Gun Maverick will hit Paramount Plus on December 22nd. Of course, the Tom Cruise film earned nearly $1.5 billion at the worldwide box office. So uh, I don't know if you've purchased it already. It has been available to buy. You are somebody that still purchases movies on a fairly regular basis. But it will be available for you to stream at your leisure beginning on December 22nd. And I believe that will be the time I actually see that movie because I still have not seen Top Gun Maverick. And so uh, December 22nd is the day 
that I will check it out, apparently, or thereabouts. I may even wait a couple of days. Who knows? Uh, I may be busy. But that's when it's happening on uh, Paramount Plus is where Top Gun Maverick is going to, to come to streaming. And you should be ready and be like me. If you haven't seen it yet, now you know where it's going to be. Happy to help. <laughs> That is falling in reverse voices in my head here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we have a brand new CF Moto side-by-side UTV to give away thanks to Birds of Brave Motorsports. little help in there from Volkswagen of Boise as well. And we are trying to get people qualified. So a couple times a day, we're playing a game called UTV, which is happening right now. And you call or exit 208-287-1003. Lots of words in the English language, but only a few begin with letters U, T, or V. And I've got some clues that should point you in the right direction of a word that does exactly that. If you can figure it out, you are officially qualified for the UTV that we're going to give away uh, the beginning of next month. So you want to get on the phone and play right now to do it? That's fine. Yesterday, I felt like I made it a little bit too difficult, Big J, (laughs) with the word victory. It was a little bit harder than people thought. We had to go through several callers. I don't like that, so I tried to make it a little bit easier today, but it still may take a couple of clues. But I have faith in the good people that listen to this radio show, and hopefully they can pull it off. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Hello, The X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Brian. All right, Brian, you're up first. We're going to play UTV. I got some clues about a word that begins with either a U, a T, or a V, and you got to try to figure it out. Are you ready? Sounds good. Clue one. This word is defined as a collection of rare or valuable items. Next. You probably read the book Blank Island back in school. Okay, next. Pirates are always looking for this T word, bro. Uh, uh, I don't know. Let me help you. What do pirates like? What is their whole goal in life? I have no clue. You don't know anything about pirates. He doesn't know pirates, man. Okay. You know? I mean, not everybody's a pirate expert like you, Big J. I'm not an expert. I just... (laughs) Hello, the I watched him, you know. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Did you hear the clues or do you need him again? I need him again. This word is defined as a collection of rare or valuable items. Your, uh, your faith is greatly misplaced, Nick. You probably read the book Blank Island in school. Treasure. <laughs> yeah, dude, treasure. Thank, thank you, sir. There it is. Good job, my friend. You are officially qualified for the CF Moto Side-by-Side UTV. I'm such a jerk. Congratulations. Hang on one second, and we will get you all set up and good to go. And that game will be played with a different word today at 530 with Adam. So if you want to get yourself another shot at getting qualified, that is it. Did you ever read Treasure Island, Big J? Yeah, of course. Uh, Did you you do this in school, or was it just me? Like, we, in the classes, I distinctly remember, (laughs) and I don't know if it was just our teacher being lazy, but we would always read books, and then the next, like, following week, we would watch the movie based on the book that was spread yeah, out over three days. Yeah. Okay, okay. And maybe it's part of the actual curriculum, but I'm gonna, I remember the movie far more than I remember the book. And here's the thing. I watched the movie not that long ago. I think it was, like, last year. Why? Just I was going through a nostalgia Disney, you know, Disney Plus, and it's, like, it's a terrible movie. <laughs> I don't remember. Like, you watch some of these now as a 40-plus-year-old guy, and I'm like, oh, man, yeah. this was this was something I loved as a kid. Yeah, we were like, patient kids, Idiot. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We are going to go to hell. That is happening next on the X Rocks. In my own private hell. The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Oh, there's some weird ass people in this world, Big J. 
and we are showcasing them on today's We're Going to Hell story. I'm not sure if you're aware of it or not, but there is a brand new movie out called Bones and All. Have you seen the trailers or heard of it or anything like that? No. Uh, It's got young Timothy Chalamet in it. You're familiar with his work? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he is working with the director that kind of made him famous. The first movie he really did that got him some recognition called Call Me By Your Name. The director of the movie has made it called Bones and All. And it's based on Camille DeAngelis' novel of the same name. And it's essentially about a couple of kids that drop out of high school and uh, start really having a taste for human flesh, if you will. You understand? It's, it's basically about a couple of uh, vagabonds that uh, enjoy human flesh and become cannibals and live that particular lifestyle. And, of course, uh, that also a- has uh, been the theme in a television show on Netflix that has been extremely popular for the last couple of months called Dahmer. I'm sure you're familiar with this yeah. as well. That is a true story about cannibalism in some way, shape, or form. But uh, And so it's time to dig out the creepy cannibalist people out of the woodwork because these things are now popular in the zeitgeist. And so this is a topic of conversation. And believe it or not, there are two foremost experts in the world of cannibalism. One of them is zoologist and author Bill Shutt, who wrote a book called Cannibalism, A Perfectly Natural History. And because of all these things that have come to light in the last couple of months of popularity, Bill has been a popular guy. And Bill's been a popular guy because he is what's known as a cannibalism advocate, Big J. He is somebody that says that, listen, uh, human flesh has been eaten for ages in the world of Uh, you know, basically Earth. I mean, there is a long and storied history of cannibalism, and nobody's denying that. I mean, I just gave you an example of something that happened a couple years ago that somebody was involved in cannibalism. There are stories, of course, of people that had to do it to survive. There are stories of people that do it to just do it in other parts of the remote world. And so it's it's a real thing and it's an honest thing, but I think most people that live in a civilized society would understand that it's fairly uncouth, right? Right. But if Bill has his way, it would be a little bit more universally acceptable. Because one of the things that Bill says is, hey, listen, the world is full of people. You understand? There's lots of people in this world. And one way for that not to go to waste would be to use it as a food source. You understand? He's not advocating murdering people so that you can eat them. He's saying that, hey, man, people are dying all the time. There's lots of places in this world that have some food and starvation issues. If everybody was a little bit cool about cannibalism, everything would be a lot better and people would probably eat better. Because we're really cool with eating all sorts of other living things. But when it comes to certain living things, we cannot cross that particular line. Our, Our minds can't break it down. But Bill says if you're able to cross that line, you'd be amazed how beneficial eating other people could be from a nutrition standpoint. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because, you know, one thing you think, okay, like if I have to eat a person, am am I going to like, you know, is there something that's going to happen to me? Is it bad? Is the meat awful or whatever? And he's like, you have to think of it like if humans were cows and somebody said, hey, listen, all I'm going to do is eat cows for the rest of my life. There's lots of different ways you can have a cow. You understand that, Big J? Yes. Lots of different ways you can prepare it. And most of us have no problem with eating all sorts of different parts of a cow. Agree or disagree, Big J? I agreed. And so there's, we have this, this uh, I guess, this, this hurdle that we have cleared, and we can eat cows no problem whatsoever. But we can't do the same thing with humans. But he says that, listen, there's a ton of protein. Lots of fat, no carbs, very few, but very, very few vitamins. 
in humans. There's not a lot of vitamin C, not a lot of vitamin D, so there's sorts of deficiencies that go along with it, but you could live on human flesh alone, Big J. But you'd want to eat a lot of human flesh, if you understand. You get me, Big J? That's the only way to offset it. But he is pushing for it to be a little bit more acceptable. And I, I cannot wrap my head around it. I'm sorry. I don't mean to call the man a moron or awful or anything like that. It's his opinion, and that's fine. He can have it. But I don't think I'm ever going to be able to clear the, hey, people should just eat people lie. Because that, that just, that's just some things that I do. It's the same thing for, uh, you know, we can't eat certain animals, too. I understand. I'm a meat eater. I get it. But, like, I, that doesn't mean I want to have a dog. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But there are some cultures where that's perfectly acceptable. And that's fine, I suppose, if that's the way they want to go. To me, that's a line that I don't want to cross. But other people are okay doing it, depending on where you grew up. But just know, Big J, there is a strong undercurrent of pushing for the acceptance of cannibalism. How say you? Uh, ew. Not interested? Yeah, no. Oh, you're kidding me. Uh, not a surprise. But that being said... If in an emergency situation, could you cross that barrier? If we're talking like, you know, Alive, the movie, and you're in a plane crash, you're in the mountains, and you're like, the only way I'm going to be able to get through this is if I take a, a chunk out of uh, Marty's leg and, and go to town. I don't mountain. know, man. <clears throat> I don't see that, foresee that happening. So, well, of course. Uh, I'll, I'll, or Donner Pass. I mean, I'll wait until I'm in a situation like that to have to make a decision. I just don't want people looking at me like dinner, okay? Yeah, that's the other part of it is, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, there's lots of extra meat over here, and so uh, that's the problem. We would probably be pretty delicious. I mean, I know people. I'm not some sort of Wagyu human. You don't know. You know, I got a lot of fat on me. Some meat in there, but it's old and tough now. You don't want it. Are you trying to talk cannibals out of eating yes. me right now? Okay. Well, I mean, that's an interesting take on things, but I suppose I don't blame you. A little bit of self-preservation involved there doesn't hurt anybody. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Stop. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. You warned us about this a couple weeks ago, but the cost of turkey is way up this year due to a variety of factors. One of them is the bird flu, of course. It's wiped out more than 8 million turkeys this year. That's more than 3% of the total number of turkeys that were slaughtered last year. So the question is, how many turkeys are we buying? And the answer is, you know what? A whole hell of a lot of them, man. It has not stopped us from actually purchasing a bunch of turkeys and bigger ones than that, Big J. Because oh. this is America, and we want our Thanksgiving turkey to Turducans. be gigantic, and it doesn't matter. Uh, according to Butterball, we're seeing larger size gatherings now. We're seeing a resurgence of people that have Thanksgiving meals and expectations. And so, basically, it doesn't matter how much turkeys are. We are getting the same size or larger compared to last year in a lot of cases. Uh, just 8% of those surveyed. Uh, said they were concerned about how expensive the turkey was. So 92% were like, whatever, man. Don't tell the turkey people this, man. I know, it's Keep bad it information. Now they know they can price gouge you, you morons. But Qu- Quietly buy what you need, but don't make a big deal about it. Now, in case you're wondering, uh, turkey is up 20% this year than what it was last year. Doesn't matter what the size, according to the American Farm Bureau Federation, but that has not stopped us from buying it and telling everybody that is within earshot, we will pay whatever you want to charge us for turkeys. It's Thanksgiving. We'll do it. So It's uh, tradition. Yeah, that's what it is sometimes, man. It's a powerful thing. And even though it's, you probably go to the, the checkout and go, man, that's an expensive turkey. Well, whatever. 
It's almost like if I wish somebody would come up with a uh, like a conspiracy about how turkeys run the world. I'm ready. Whenever you're ready, yeah, I think Big that Jay. was a Rick and Morty episode. Oh no, they didn't run the world. Remember, they were just they. The whole secret to that was, well, they eventually tried to when they unearthed the pilgrims. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> the alien pilgrims from back in the day. The early game tomorrow is the Bills-Lions, then you got Giants-Dallas, then you've got uh, Patriots-Vikings for your football on Thanksgiving. Enjoy that. And Big J, because he was on my fantasy team, the Rams decided to just cut Daryl Henderson yesterday. Henderson played just four snaps in Sunday's loss to the New Orleans Saints, coming off of two pretty good games for the uh, second-year player, but Cam Akers and Kyron Williams got the majority of the work in the backfield. Henderson was a third-round pick uh, playing on the last season of his rookie contract. He had uh, 283 yards and three touchdowns this season for Los Angeles, most of that coming in the last two weeks, but no reason why he was just straight-up cut, and this is after they've already had issues with Cam Akers on that team, too. Remember? So, so something's up. Something happened behind the scenes. Well, for or that, that or the running backs are not. Ha- I mean, it is a very pass-happy offense. There's no doubt about that. They're chucking the ball all over the place no matter what, and they're not winning. And so uh, the running backs, probably there's frustration boiling over. The running back by committee thing is probably frustrating as well. And then there's a whole lot of, yes, other stuff that's behind the scenes. But who knows what's going on and why the Rams can't keep any of their running backs happy seemed to be an ongoing issue. But they decided to cut ties with Daryl Henderson. Or maybe they're going to pick up Melvin Gordon. Maybe that's the solution. I don't know. Don't know. But it's not good in uh, Rams land, at least not for Daryl Henderson anyway. Big J, probably not surprising anybody that this news has come out, but we started to see the first pictures from the next Indiana Jones movie. And uh, Harrison Ford, of course, is clocking into 80 years old right now. But you can't make an action movie with an 80-year-old, Big J, or at least you can't make him look 80. And especially considering the movie is going to take place about eight years after Raiders of the Lost Ark. How does that make sense? And the answer is, Big J... CGI. They will be using de-aging technology for Harrison Ford for the entire movie for Indiana Jones as uh, they need to make him look young and spry in order to pull off this particular movie. The question is, is it going to work? For the entire movie? Uh, at least the very beginning of it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think know it's how the it's entire they're, movie. They're not telling, but I, I bet you you probably have to do some of it for I the entire movie. I think it's probably a flashback because what I've seen, it. this scene involves... Um, him Nazis fighting Nazis. In a castle. Yes, yes. Sounds familiar, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. But also, like, th- what they've seen from the movie so far in some of the stuff that they've talked about, none of this stuff is talking about Indiana Jones at 80. You understand? Right. So, and, and Harrison Ford, God bless him, he don't look young. You understand what I'm saying? So in order for this to happen and to be feasible and this to probably be a cohesive story, I wouldn't be shocked I don't think he's going to be super young looking like Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones, the entire movie, but some sort of stuff is going to have to be done in order to make it somewhat like, I don't know, otherwise you're just going to have Indiana Jones in a rocking chair telling you a story, you understand? So there's got to be some stuff done. Hopefully with a a corn cob pipe. Yeah, and uh, talking about aliens. What? Morning After with Nick and Big J, there's your important stuff for the 8 o'clock hour. Nick and Big J.
Yep, and we have a nice prize for you here. Some tickets to go see Bill Burr. Very funny comedian. Going to be at the Ford Idaho Center Arena Thursday, December 8th. And uh, we'll get you set up with those. You just got to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. All right, it has been uh, National Board Game and Puzzle Week. We've been focusing on that. It's got a couple more questions in that category before we may pivot to something else. But if you would like to play Big J and maybe even defeat him in Pop Culture Smackdown, now would be the time to get on the phone for these Bill Burr tickets. 208 287 and let's see if you got what it takes to take out Radio's Big J. Maybe easier said than done today. Who knows? Because we're going to get into expert territory here in a few if you get a question oh, no. right. Hello, The X. Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Shane. Shane, you're up first. Shane, what is the highest scoring hand in the game of poker? Is it a full house, a royal flush, or blackjack? Uh, royal flush. That is correct. All right. Big J, how many rolls of dice does each player get in Yahtzee per turn? How many rolls or yeah. how many dice? No, no, no. How many rolls of the dice do you get in a turn during Yahtzee? I'm going to say two. Have you never played Yahtzee? I've played Yahtzee, but I don't remember the rules. I barely knew the rules while I was playing it. <laughs> And I was forced, and I hate playing Yahtzee. Why? I hate it. It's something that the in-laws want us to want to, always wanted us to play, and I was like, no, I why don't want do to do it. Why do you hate Yahtzee? I don't know why. Is it the math part of it? Yes, it's the math. It just doesn't seem fun to me. Oh, my God. So no, that is incorrect. Yeah, you picked this question that, that is not even my kryptonite. It's just I hate it. I don't think I've ever met Do anybody Haas. that hates yachts. Do Haas, that, What an insane thing to focus your hate on. I know. I get it. I realize it. I'm a weirdo, but it's just always been the thing that I hate. Shane, do you happen to know how many rolls per turn you get in Yahtzee? Yeah, three. Yeah, of course. Right. You're, th- you're three years or older. That's the correct answer. Congratulations. You have got tickets to Bill Burr. I am an infant baby. I'm one years old. <laughs> on the Gaga goo goo. Hang on one second. Is that how babies sound? I don't know. Uh, but yes. So that, 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 see, that to me makes me think that you've actually played Yahtzee recently. No, no. It's, it's been a long time. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yes, no, it's three rolls per Yahtzee turn. I don't want to know. And well, you do. No. Too bad. It's part of the actual uh, process of things. Uh, and then, would you now? Let me ask you this as a follow-up: Would you have known how many dice you play with? Because that was your first question. I don't remember. Is it <laughs> like five or seven or something? <laughs> well, it's one of those. Yes, seven. Uh, no. no, amazing, wrong, amazing. Morning after with Man, Nick. It has not been my week, people. Big J, there's your pop culture smackdown. We have got headlines next on the X Rocks. Rock. After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Jesus, just hanging out, and happy Thanksgiving, Big J. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. Shopping lists for this holiday season are going to include more than just turkeys, sweet potatoes, and pumpkin pie. According to a brand new poll, cannabis has earned a spot on many shopping lists for this year's holiday gatherings. I wonder what that's like. 70% of cannabis users say they plan on stocking up just for the holidays so they can share with their friends and family they come over for Thanksgiving. Jonathan Saddleman is the founder of cannabis operator Iyer Wellness and says that basically cannabis isn't just a luxury purchase for consumers, but it's a good, it's a good now that they're incorporating into their holiday rituals. And whether you're sharing cannabis with friends, a family, coping with family drama, or you know what, you can also cook with cannabis. Thanksgiving is starting to go mainstream, Big J, so pile on, baby. Yeah, get, get yourself some morning after uh, diesel. 
yeah, let's go to Ontario and then come back and have a great Thanksgiving. How's it you? See, that would be a bad idea. Why? That would be a great idea. I mean, just legally, uh, anyways, here. Don't can't break do the that. law, you I'm guys. Sorry. Yeah. Listen, we are law-abiding citizens and do not concur uh, that you should do any of that stuff. Do, Obey do the law. what you think is best for yourself. But uh, this makes sense, though. I don't know. I mean, I, just, I don't know. if Including that into the Thanksgiving meal. Well, you hate sharing like you hate Yahtzee. So it makes sense why you wouldn't want to, you know, give it to the rest of the family. What's yours is yours. You've said that many times. I mean, just it's hard enough as it is. I mean, grandma doesn't need that. You know what I mean? Or maybe she does. I don't know. I don't know. But this Be also careful. it also doesn't surprise me. Yeah, don't dose anybody, by the way. I mean, it, it, it being absolutely open and honest about everything that's involved in your well, food or stuff. accidents can happen. Huh? So what that's why... What do you mean accidents can happen? Like, you can mix up stuff that's for something else, like the wrong cookie batch. Well, it, it should be easy for you to keep that separate if you're going to <laughs> serve it. Don't bake and serve yourself at the same time. Don't bake and bake. Thank you. Jesus or just hanging out? Jesus! A UK beautician claims to have seen the face of Jesus H. Christ in her bronzer, Big J. Keely Passmore says she was looking down at her body shop bronzer doing her makeup when she noticed the face. The 28-year-old was so sure of what she saw, she of course took a photo and shared it with friends. Uh, about 80% of the people she showed to the photo to says that they agree they saw Jesus, but the image then went viral, and she, when she shared it on social media, although more people are saying they see the face of Charles Manson in the bronzer rather than Jesus himself, so I guess beauty is in the eye of the beholder, Big Shay. I'm not sure if that's like a personality test, like what do you see in this picture, Jesus or Charles Manson, and that should like predict who you are and what you believe in, but... Yeah. Uh, it is interesting to me that lots of people see Jesus and then the other part see Charles Manson. There's no in-between. It's either Jesus or Charles Manson. Yeah, hopefully they're not one and the same. Uh, yeah, that would be quite the exclusive. Are we breaking news in this show? No. Okay. Wrap it up with just hanging out. A Florida man had himself a nice stay in a bed and breakfast where he got to relax in a nice warm bed, take a nap, enjoy a hot cup of coffee. The only problem is he actually broke into the house and now he's staying in a different type of bed and breakfast. The 29-year-old named Zachary Murdoch smashed the glass on the porch door, entered the vacation rental, used the bathtub, slept in the bedroom, made himself coffee in a mug, which he used left on the back porch, filled the kitchen trash can with trash, including his bus ticket stub, and he was not the type of criminal to cover his tracks, we'll put it that way. When deputies approached him and asked him what he was doing in the house, he said he was, quote, looking for Tony. Was Tony there? No, he was not. And uh, nobody is exactly sure oh. who Tony is. Oh, okay, that's the part, that's the important part. Or, Tony doesn't live there. Right, Tony's not here, man. Or why he was looking for him, or even if he was looking for him, why you would then break through the patio door and then just decide to put up uh, residence in Tony's place. So he's under arrest. You cannot do that in an Airbnb or any place else. So don't break into places and just uh, make yourself at home. Not cool. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything, everybody. Hopefully that gives you everything you need to know. Some Soundgarden here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That is Spoon Man. And uh, you know what? Like a lot of radio stations out there, they don't back up what they say. But Big J and I, we like to put our money where our mouths are from time to time. We talk a lot about Half Price Fridays in these radio stations. And uh, you and I have partaken in a lot of it. I believe, if I'm not wrong, that's how both you and I have found our tax gentlemen, right? Was on Half Price Friday. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we have taken advantage of several of the restaurants that have uh, partaken in our Half Price Fridays, which is why we're usually 
necessarily recommending it to you because we also have taken advantage of the deals and you decided to have lunch at one of those places yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so here's what happened. Um, uh, I got a half price Friday deal on uh, WEPA, which is uh, Puerto Rican Puerto cuisine. Rican Fantastic. cuisine. It's right down the street here from the station for the most part. And so, you know, as we got Thanksgiving coming up here, um, my in-laws, uh, Mike, his uh, his mom was coming into town and his brother for Thanksgiving. And so, um, you know, Mason had asked me, she goes, hey, you want to go to lunch with, with me and Papa? That's what we call Mike. Um, and I'm like, yeah, sure. Where, where are you guys going? And she's like, uh, we're going to go to... Uh, WEPA? And I'm like, oh, WEPA, the Puerto Rican restaurant? She's like, yeah. Like, oh, that's great. I have a a gift certificate for that. And she goes, no, you don't. And I'm like, (laughs) what do you mean I don't? Because my wife gave it to Mike when he came over. This is my favorite part of the story. (laughs) She gave away my $50 certificate because it was sitting around. I hadn't used it yet. I mean, you give me a minute. It just becomes somebody else's present. Right. I don't even know if it was a present. I mean, he did come over and briefly help us with the heat thing. I don't know if that was some sort of thing. If you come over to our house, by the way, you will be leaving with something you didn't ask for or need. Uh, That's just the way it is. And And it probably belongs to you. Oftentimes, it's something that belongs to me. Yeah, um, and that's my fault for leaving it out or you know not putting it in a place or something. And yeah. I guess that's what I get. But either way, it, it didn't matter. I was like, okay, so let's go. And and I like uh, you know kind of trying to expand my horizons. I mean, we went to Belize. I, there was a bunch of Caribbean like food, and, mm-hmm. but I've never eaten Puerto Rican cuisine before. Okay. So we went over there, and uh, you know I, we met up and, and had a wonderful time having lunch over there. It was it was great. And but um, you know some of it's fried food and um, delicious. I don't. I don't I want to. I don't want to do it injustice by mispronouncing it, but it's like a rolled up um, fried thing. It's got sausage and cheese in it. Yeah, and it came. We had its appetizer platter that came, and I was like, I was like, oh man, I couldn't wait to get into it. I should have waited a few more minutes because I burned the living hell out of my mouth. And you know, it was like flash fried, like the skin was molted and it's just, it ruined my whole night and day. I got loose skin in my mouth. Oh, I hate that feeling. God, it's the worst. But it was worth it because it was so dang good. And, uh, but I, just, I thought, and my had my gift certificate. So the bill comes, he goes, who's paying? And I'm like, I'll pay. <laughs> With my gift certificate. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. But no, it is delicious, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah. really, really good. That's that's part of the problem. You couldn't wait to dig in, and you burned yourself and injured yourself. Absolutely. Uh, how was it the day after? You doing all right? Yeah, I think you know. And usually, a lot of the things they'll heal pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see if I try to you know eat something that's. But got... that feeling of like raw skin rolling around on the top of your mouth is just. Awful. Yeah. Unless awful. unless you're a weirdo. Uh, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody like getting their mouth burned? I don't know. Uh, but yes, uh, we do recommend that we do take place, uh, take advantage of Half Price Friday and recommend that you should as well. But maybe wait like 30 seconds once they serve your food. No, pipe well, I waited. Wait longer than that. I mean, it was fresh. <laughs> That's the way you like it, though. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got some bad impressions. They're happening next on the X Rocks. So far, I'm not impressed. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And Bad Impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore, Treasure Valley Subaru. We got VIP tickets for you to lounge at the end of the universe. You get to use those whenever you want. And there's always something happening at the lounge. Loungeboise.com. You can check out the events, music, art, comedy. They got it all. We'll get you hooked up with that. If you can figure out Bad Impressions here this morning, I'm going to say 
two clues today. All right, 208-287-1003. That does remind me that tonight is that first uh, punk rock night at uh, Lounge yeah, the at the Indian University. Yeah, so if you want to check that out, you can, but you are not obligated to use these tonight. You can use these whenever you want. They're at your leisure, but you do have to figure out bad impressions in order to claim them, and it works like this. Big J's got three clues. They revolve around a celebrity. If you can figure out who that celebrity is in those three clues or less, then guess what? These tickets become yours, VIP style. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Will. All right, Will, you're up first. Good luck. Thanks to hundreds of interviews Nick and Big J have done, they are one degree away from me. Um, the next one. Movies like Footloose, Flatliners, and Tremors, and Quicksilver are the foundation of my career. Mm, the next one. I have a band called The Bacon Brothers. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon is right. Well done, man. Hang on one second. We'll, we'll hook you up with those lounge tickets. Uh, why is Kevin Bacon in the news? So Kevin Bacon was doing an interview uh, with uh, Yahoo Entertainment, and uh, basically he was uh, laying out this, and this is interesting. So you, if you recall, during Guardians of the Galaxy, Kevin Bacon was kind of a thing. You know, uh, Peter Quill references Footloose, yes. and uh, there, there's a moment in there when they're like, we're doing a Kevin Bacon. And I mean, it's a very funny uh, moment. Uh, Kevin Bacon went and saw the movie, did not know that they didn't tell him that any of that 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 was in that movie it just didn't get to back to kevin bacon uh-huh. what a surprise that would be right well i mean he and james are friends they did, worked together not, before he, but what i'm saying is it was probably a funny he probably didn't tell him on purpose is what right I'm right guessing. but either way seeing the movie and seeing that i mean that's kind of a big thing yeah and uh he, he was uh, over the moon about that so uh <laughs> of course at some point you're going to find kevin bacon in the marvel uni- cinematic universe and it comes in the form of guardians of the galaxy holiday special which comes out on the 25th nick and uh it's friday yeah, it uh, looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, and Kevin Bacon was just talking about uh, some of uh, that here, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. Do we? Uh, do you know what the running time is on that? Like, I mean, it's like a, it's not like a movie size. Nah, I, I bet. bet it, I bet it's 45 minutes, something like that. Yeah. Did you watch the uh, the the actual um, other special that they did, the Star Wars one? That they oh, way way back. No, 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 no. The one that they just did, the like the animated one kind of thing that they. Oh do? no, I did not. Okay. No. Uh, they said they went out of the way to say it was canon, so I, I don't know. Uh, this one is obviously live action, and so it's got a little bit more. But I don't think did James direct it or did he just write it? I don't know if no, he directed. I think he directed it. Okay. Yeah, that's nice. It's good to see him back because uh, it's always nice because he had said on multiple occasions now that uh, Guardians Three, which of course is now in the can, is his last Marvel movie that he will do now that he's in charge of DC. But uh, it is. Uh, it'll be nice to revisit those characters, and I'm wondering how much. Everybody is going to be involved. It, fe- it feels very Drac and Drax and uh, and Mantis heavy, and there's nothing wrong with that. But or they've saved everything for us. Hopefully, could, we were we were we were ta- when we were talking about it, we were complaining that Kevin Bacon would have been a nice surprise. I wish they wouldn't have ruined that in the trailer. Well, I have a feeling they might have to because he might be part of the whole thing. Who knows? Who so. knows? We'll find out on Friday. But it'll be on Disney+. Plus. You can check it out on your long Thanksgiving weekend if you'd like. We are going to wrap up the show. That's happening next on the X Rocks. <laughs> That's a Smashing Pumpkins. That is Beguiled. And that's going to wrap up the morning after with Nick and Big J for this Wednesday before the long holiday weekend. Hopefully you had as much fun as we did during the show today. Uh, Big J and I both agreed it was a good one. So we're high-fiving ourselves today as we wrap things up. It really was, man. We had a chance to talk about uh, cat fights today. We had a chance to talk about uh, Big J's burnt mouth. We also talked about cannibalism, uh, pirates. We ran the gamut today as we usually try to do on this very show. And, of course, a lot about Thanksgiving. 
Thanksgiving. Uh, reminder that when we come back on Monday, we'll get a chance to teach you and learn you and get you your first chance to get qualified for a pretty cool holiday contest we're doing around these parts and give you a chance to win some rock memorabilia. So tune in for that. More Bill Burr tickets coming your way on Monday as well. But tomorrow, uh, we kick off the X-Rock of the 90s weekend. I'll be in for that. And on Friday, it'll be all 90s music, all Thanksgiving weekend long. It is a tradition around these parts that we like to continue and always add some weird songs into the mix. And hopefully you will enjoy it as much as we enjoy putting it on for you. And that leaves you with the floor picture. Yeah, man, I just got invited to the All Within My Hands Foundation acoustic show in uh, in Los Angeles. Man, it's nice to be famous, Big J. What's it feel like? Yeah, I mean, great. Are you going to go? Good. I was planning on being in San Diego uh, during this time. Well, so that's I'm pretty close. Fly- yeah, I just got to find out from the wife when exactly we're flying in. And uh, yeah, I'm deeply considering that. You and should. Our buddy Derek Selick, who's a producer in LA and comes in uh, for the holidays and usually have him come in and do interview stuff with me, uh, he invited me. So Nice. Well, do take advantage. And then maybe I'll see your ass on Paramount Plus in that live stream yeah. we talked about. Uh, all over the Pluto TV. I mean, if, I, if you see a fat guy flipping somebody off, it's me flipping Nick off. You're gonna you would flip me off on the TV Just in a good way. All right. Well, I, is that just a, in a good way? Yeah. All right. Morning after with Nick and Big J. You guys have a fantastic Thanksgiving. We'll see you collectively come Monday. I will see you tomorrow. It is the X Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.